Warning, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based on psychic impressions and true life events that may be potentially frightening and or disturbing to some viewers. Any of the information that is shared in this production should not replace the advice of medical professionals and is intended for general purposes only. Viewer discretion is advised. Everybody, my name is Chastity, aka the Luminary Luna Beams, and I'm Emily, the Fine Art Medium. And we're two mediums that specialize in the paranormal. Our purpose is to shed light on what goes bump in the night. That's why we call this podcast "Lights at Midnight." Lamp. Bing. Bing. All right, guys. So today we have a a case. So it is a paranormal case. Um, it's Andrea and Kathy. Andrea is the person that we'll be reading for. Kathy is her mother. Um, you'll hear her and the audio today. Um, this is a pretty serious case. It's definitely, um, very interesting. Mm -hmm. And I guess we could go ahead and say a warning, couldn't we, Emily? Just kind of, you know, about this particular, um, entity involved could probably say that yep yeah so uh, just for people that may be uh, super sensitive or open to you know the other side so basically um we're just going to kind of go over what me and emily picked up this is our first initial channeling we will be doing some more channeling uh later this weekend because we actually are going to be sitting down with andrea and i believe possibly kathy uh and doing a zoom interview to get uh, more validation more channeling and kind of get her on the right track so some of this case will be off camera some of this case will be on camera uh, kind of whatever, you know, we feel comfortable with sharing because it could be pretty in depth. Um, we're definitely going to go ahead and just kind of talk about it now. And then in the later part of the video, we'll go ahead and have Andrea come in, guys. So I guess we'll go ahead and leave it off there because this could potentially be a longer video. So I guess we can do this week's experiences. Emily, what you got for us? Most of my experiences are based off of, you know, like the clients I've had. And I don't want to say too much about it because I don't have permission. But that's all I can really say. Oh, I know one we can talk about. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you want to go ahead and tell the folks uh, your dream? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I had a weird dream. I call it an astral experience because I kind of had like mobility and control over what I was doing and it was very vivid and I saw colors and I really felt the emotion in this one. So yeah, astral realm experience for me, I know you call it a dream, but essentially I'm in like this, it kind of looks like a church but it's got like these big doorway things. It's kind of like you walk through it. And when you walk inside, you get like this foyer thing with halls. And it's pretty much a cement building with like these massive cinder block type walls, structure thing. And then the really tall windows, like with the glass. 
So I wasn't sure if it was a church or just some kind of fancy building. But there was a girl laying on like this bench and she was turning blue like she was having some kind of reaction to something. And her skin was turning like the best way I can describe it kind of remind me of a rash with like the pink um, hives and stuff all over her face. It almost looked like she was dying of lack of plague or some kind of allergic reaction or something. And, you know, I'm trying to get help and I carry her out of the building and I go to like the outside area so it's easier for like EMS people to see because I call them like, hey, I'm at this address. I need help ASAP. This person's dying and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm waiting the girl's like dying and I'm like I don't know what to do and you know time goes by and she's like now not breathing and I'm like oh shit I'm trying to like keep her alive but it's not working too well for me and I see like the ambulance at the wrong location but it was down the street and I'm trying to flag them down like hey you're in the wrong spot and I run down the street and I'm like, hey, why are you over here? Like I said, we're over here. And you're like, oh, we couldn't find the location. And yeah. And I was like, well, come this way. And by the time they get to her, she was dead. And that's when I started to feel very upset because it could have been avoided if they didn't go to the wrong location. And, you know, because I'm so pissed off, I get in my car and then the brakes don't work. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I crash into another car. And, of course, it's like we're near this gas station and, like, this beer distribution thing where you can walk in and get, like, your beers and your alcohols and stuff. And the guy's car I hit comes out of the beer store like, what the fuck, what the fuck? And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, but my brakes not working like I don't know what to tell you and then that's where it ended gotcha so um (laughs) the same night I had a dream that I was in a building that looked kind of like a castle um something from medieval times and it was made of all cinder block and I was with some people um I never saw these people but I knew that somebody needed medical assistance and that we could not get in touch with EMS. And um, I'm like, fine, I'm going to drive into town. And you could tell that there was something looming, like something was coming. And there were there was this big room, and in the room was the person that needed the help. Again, I didn't see any faces or anything. Um, and I get in my car, and I start driving towards a town that's close to me in this dream. And upon arrival, and I'm I'm cutting it down a little bit, but upon arrival there, it, it's it's flattened. Everything's black. Every there's like uh, it's like all out war. Um, and I'm like, oh, no wonder EMS is coming. Well, if y'all picked up on it, this happened the same night. This was also the night that our the day before me and Emily actually agreed to, um, do this case this week. Uh, so the day, the night of, of us agreeing that we were going to do this case, we both had a dream of a very similar location. And you know what is so interesting? Um, 
I might, you know what, I'm going to save that for a little bit later because that's going to get into my channeling. But basically there was like F-16s and stealth fighters flying over my head and everything was just pitch black and everything. And I was like, well, no wonder EMS isn't coming because there's death and destruction everywhere. Um, and that's pretty much what I remember. But I do want to ask you a question. Like when you were taking her outside, was it like there was like bridge almost walkways and then there was like... Um, like a little porch almost outside of the big main room or anything. It felt like it was almost not like a porch, but it was all made of stone. It's just like walkways. I felt like I crossed over a bridge into getting to the big room that had like the, you know, the uh, half oval type doors, the archways that had those types of archways and everything. Um, I don't remember. Like it's weird. Cause it's like, I had the, intention of going outside but i didn't see myself actually walking outside i just appeared where i needed to be if that makes sense right right and for me um in my dream journal i wrote this down as like a prophetic because i felt like it was prophetic at first and it was but just not the way that i thought um basically what we're trying to say is we we're pretty sure this has something to do with the case. There's a lot of symbolism. Uh, me and Emily, she said some things that happened that kind of triggered my memory and then vice versa. And so this was a dream slash astral experience slash, in my opinion, illusion uh, that was built by the entity. That's my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I don't think... It was actual, like, we were, I mean, we were there, but I don't think it was real, if that makes sense. Mm -mm. It didn't feel like, a, to me, from it felt more like a dream than an astral experience because it was more fuzzy than an astral experience. So that's why I personally referred to it as a dream, but upon further you know, evaluation. <laughs> we figured it out. So yes, it was very interesting. And I have some more to add to that once we get through. Um, <clears throat> but that's kind of my this week's experience too. Mm -hmm. So uh, I guess we can go ahead and move on to uh, getting into what we've picked up, like our initial uh, channeling. Mm -hmm. um, me and Emily have briefly talked about what we got, but we have not went into detail. Mm -hmm. So most of this information um, is, you know, just us doing our own thing. Mm -hmm. We always like to do that to kind of put the puzzle pieces together and see what we got that's similar, what we got that's different. It paints a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. um, and again, this is just an initial channeling. Uh, personally, I always do try to get like the idea of the origin. Um, I'm still working on that, but I will be, we both will be channeling throughout this if we get anything extra. Hello, this is Kathy. Um, thank you for uh, texting me back and Andrea is excited as can be. But I wanted to tell you that this started several years ago when she went missing for a week and no one knew where she was. And when we finally did find her or she came home, um, she had no idea where she'd been. So what's been happening is she hears them speak to her. It's one male, one female. She told me to tell you a floor dropper, ceiling risers. I have no idea what that is. But she suffers memory loss. Her son, age 14, can see them. She has burning of her body. 
She said they told her she was an experiment. She also says it feels like they inject things into her body that hurts. They mess with her body all the time. I have heard them myself, but they have nothing to do with me. Um, they cuss at her when they move around. They have a black mist they spray along the border of the ceiling. She has no privacy and they read her mind. They verbally abuse her. So anything that you can do to help me, I'd appreciate it. My name's Kathy. Her name is Andrea. Thank you so very much. I appreciate you 100%. Uh, one other thing, she says she cannot pray. Also, we have taken her to a priest and did everything they said to do. Nothing helped. But the next step was an exorcism, which she didn't do. She even got baptized. Nothing helped. So uh, please let us know when this thing uh, video airs or if you'll call us personally. Thank you. So... The first stuff that I got, immediately, I'm starting to feel stuff through my body because, eh, clairsentient. But so, I started feeling, you know, right wrist throbbing pain and it's traveling up my arm, which I have many problems, but that ain't one of them. So, I know it ain't me. Um, my left foot, painful spasm. Then I get pain on right shoulder blade, which I already know what that means and you do too. Um, burning pain on left leg, uh, heaviness on right side of back, and let's see, and then from shoulder blade to lower back. Gotcha. The only pain that I got was basically in my left uh, breast, honestly. It was like, it's like on the, like towards the center of my chest, trying to make me feel like I was going to go into a panic attack or maybe something was wrong with my heart or something like that. And that got cleared up pretty quickly because I put uh, holy oil before I started on all my chakras. And, um, and I felt the need to put it on the back of my neck as well for this one specifically. Mm -hmm. And similar to you, I felt it in the center of my body, like in my sternum. Mm -hmm. And it felt like a panic attack because usually I equate like pain there as like the panic and anxiety. Uh, yeah. So I then see a large tree. I keep seeing a large tree and I don't know why. Mm. And okay. I saw, and this is weird because I got this in my last reading I did for Twin Paranormal, but an elephant head, but this one, it's just a regular elephant head. I also got a pentagram I got the Blair Witch symbol. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, burning on left leg, knee joint pain. Again, leg issues. When it's by themselves, that's not typically an issue for me. Oh, I do start seeing Andrea specifically moving involuntarily. Like one of those old-fashioned like puppets that they use like the... You know what I mean? Mary is yes. a marionette. Uh, and she so yeah, I got puppet master. I saw the same thing, like with mm -hmm. what you're talking about, how you saw her moving. I actually saw this. I saw mm -hmm. it doing that, like puppeting and uh referring to the way that you saw her, the way uh the way I saw her too was like she had cracks in her like a cracked doll. Yeah. And she's yeah. just like as the dude's like yeah so i didn't see this but i saw the actual the the you know the sticks 
and I saw yeah. like cracks and inside of the cracks, it reminds you of like cracks in the earth. Uh, so yeah. cracks in the body, the symbolism of that can, you can take that way far, but uh, it was almost like light was coming out and mm. where this thing's kind of seeping in energetically, because I think it's a good point to say that, um, you know, you guys just heard the audio clip. The She's a hundred percent clairsentient. Mm -hmm. 100% uh, because all of the people in the house have some type of intuitive sense about them in one way or another. Well, Andrea is highly, highly sensitive, empathic, and clairsentient. And clairaudient. Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. Um, I noticed too that as I was trying to pinpoint what it looked like, it kept shape shifting into these different like monsters and beasts and it tried to go, like, the alien route once it finished its, like, beastly forms. But it looked like a cartoon kind of alien or monster. And it was giving, like, thought form and the, its appearance because of the style of its appearance. Because it was very cartoony. And usually when we see something cartoony, it's kind of like... Is this from the person and their imagination and how they view certain things and them putting energy to those things? So, yes. Um, can I add something? Or are you done with your alien part? I'm done with my alien part. Okay. I wrote down uh, alien beliefs. Like, I think that either somebody they've told or she may think that it's some type of extraterrestrial multi-dimensional alien type being because of mm -hmm. some of the ways that she's experiencing things. I did write that down. Uh, so I can uh, validate that. And then you said something else that triggered all oh, thought form hundred percent. There's, there's thought forms uh, in the house because I picked up on quite a few different, we'll get there, but yes, yeah. there's definitely thought forms uh, happening mm -hmm. and it's a, I'm not going to say it's a hundred percent due to the situation that's going on, but it has a lot to do with it. 100%. Um, it was making me sleepy. Um, Oh, one major thing I started feeling was like, I was going through a withdrawal of like a good example, since this is the only experience I have, but of gabapentin, it made me feel like I was going through that withdrawal again. I picked up on potential um, mental illness or mental health issues, either in the past or something that involves something potentially to that. Okay. Um, another thing I noticed, too, my eyes were burning, like acid being thrown in my eyes. Or like you just chopped up a jalapeno and then, oops, just took your contacts out and now your eyes are on fire. So I was feeling wow. that. Ew. Um, oh, I st so when I was breathing, it felt like I was breathing straight up dust, but it kind of. Oh, my God. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. And it kind of reminded me of like when I was a kid and had asthma and I would have to do my inhaler and it has that weird like grainy taste to it. So I wasn't sure if it was like an inhaler or like breathing in dust but that's what it reminded me of i wrote down seeing when i was doing like my vision work right yeah. before 
just a little bit because I didn't go super deep. Seeing a desert in my visions, isolation. You're uh -huh. having dry eyes and you're breathing in dust. I yeah. see a desert. This has given us clues of about the main entity, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I started getting ovary pain in my right side, which the one that always gives me problems is my left one. But so having my right ovary hurt is weird. And I kept seeing an image of a uterus. Okay. So I thought that was weird. And this is where the little drawings I did come in. But I see this lady upside down and she's got... <laughs> She's got like a ghost face thing going on and she's hanging upside down with her hair like, you know, down. I see a mirror, like a fancy one. And then like, so, you know, like in the city, how you can go park in a parking lot. But in order to do that, you have to get a ticket or whatever. And you have like the guy in the ticket. Well, I see that with the bar cross, but here is my pictures. Okay. Yeah. So those are my pictures. Next page. <laughs> um, I do keep seeing an aerial view of woods. I start getting that chest pain. And then I also feel it at my clavicle area. Which again, not a place that I ever have issues. Neck pain, pain in the center of my back and sternum. I hear triggered by you. Like this is said Claire audiently to me. I then see a dark haired female that's pregnant. Like she's in the whole like rubbing her belly. Her belly's, you know, like big, like given pregnancy. I hear don't do this anymore. I get this weird image it's like a triangle with a little rectangle on top and then like a butterfly i know i did them fast because i was halfway blindfolded <laughs> right <laughs> and then i see this old hag looking skeletal woman with sparse scraggly hair and one eye she looks like the one lady from the disney cartoon version of Hercules if you've ever seen it yeah so yes and then I'm seeing image of lungs I get rib pain I see uterus and ovaries again I hear the word haunted uh there's a female face with abnormal dark circles around her eyes um that I, makes sense mm-hmm I hear, I don't know what to expect anyways. I also hear, he is what I wanted. I'm seeing a man that looks like the white people version of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the word seance. I hear the phrase in the parking lot. And there's some kind of utility truck that has, like, the wooden guard around the bed of the truck. 
And it kind of reminds me of the trucks that you see that hold like the landscaping tools. Um, I see a blue rose and the crown of my head, like top of my head is hurting. I will say, um, I pulled some cards, a two, um, mm-hmm. and crown chakra came out, which don't surprise me. Yeah. And, um, intentional yeah. came out. And then I saw this image. It's like, there's the fence and then there's like, I don't know if it's a house. It looked like a house, like a small house, but that's all I have. All right. Um, so when I started channeling in, I channeled in like throughout the week and it was unintentional because it just happened. So when I was talking to Emily, I believe it was Tuesday morning about the dream. Like while we were talking, this thing came in. Okay. And started talking to me, legitimately talking to me. Um, it wasn't like I heard the voice outside of my ear talking to me. It was in my head. And I've done enough cases now to know, you know, there is a, uh, certain beings or entities that can do this, but we're not jumping to any conclusions. Right. Um, the first thing, so taking back to the dream, we were talking about that and then it came to me, it was like death, war, destruction, illness, decay, disease. And then it laughed. Mm -hmm. It's like switching through all like, the uh, principalities in a way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, one thing I forgot to say is I kept seeing it like blow itself up to make it bigger than it was. Mm-hmm. And it, it literally is like a joker jester. It can be kind of whatever it wants to be. Mm-hmm. Master of illusion came out and that I've learned that is a key. That's like a psychic symbol for me uh, to understand the type of entity that we're dealing with. Um, he i'll say he but it's more of a it it does have a masculine energy it does have a feminine energy in a way but that's because it's a shapeshifter so it's not really a he it's a it um <laughs> it's he he's bragging about calls he's like i've caused wars mm-hmm. he's like you know and not just uh spiritual warfare i've caused physical wars like just like almost pride and ego and mm-hmm. uh, um, so then I started thinking about like, uh, right when I was writing down, do you, okay. The dream is what sparked or the astral experience, um, is what sparked that whole, like the principality thing. Like he, it come in, I, he was saying this to me. And, um, then I was thinking about when I drove into the little town that was no longer there, it was awful. I mean, I smiled, but it was actually really, really bad. Um, I wonder if the 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 building was made out of like brimstone or something because then I started thinking about brimstone but I didn't I should have looked it up. I mean I know it's darker in color maybe than what we saw, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um I thought of like fire and brimstone and stuff like that. So this thing's like really pushing you know the D word. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to leave that there. Uh, I, I well, I put demon or a wannabe. I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and that's one thing that spirit told me to be very careful with is not let my ego get in the way at all. No matter how 
mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes they're like, yeah, we got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is, but this is one of these times we cannot do that. Uh, and this, it, it, we're going to have, I mean, this is what spirit told me that, you know, I say we, but I, I'm going to have to take this like in a very humble way because this thing has so much ego and pride that it feeds off of that. Even if it's just like self-confidence, mm-hmm. I, I know that sounds weird. Um, but cloaked in illusions. I got that. Um, that's when I got my stab and pension pain. Um, let's see, let's see. And that's when I saw the cracks in her body, um, as well. And then I'm getting a lot of elemental references too. Like there's some elemental energy, which can back up the reason you're seeing like a pentagram because Mm -hmm magic elemental yeah there's some elemental form coming into this um it wears different masks and it plays a part to get what it wants um Mm -hmm. i saw a male earthbound spirit too that's coming in so and i heard the word trapped um by the way there's multiple i got the number four for beings that are not like um like parasitic type things because the grids are broken down in this house it's like a whole new world like emily says like the yeah. grids are broken down i saw it in her picture i saw the grids behind her did you see it in her picture no okay no. um because even when i look at pictures i'd still i don't know it, i'll know it before i see it does that make sense Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll see it in pictures, but it's rare. I'll see I'll see it in my head before I see it on the video. Excuse me, the video. Um, but I never zoomed completely in. I saw it from like this big, I guess you could say. Um, but no, the there's like an environment in the house where the energy is so thick and it needs to be clear. And that's what's helping making this thing thrive, 100%. It's thriving off the energy of the people in this house and this affecting... Um, more than you know one person um even if mom says that she doesn't think they really mess with her but she can see them or hear them one um it's doing more than you think and i think that's where you were talking about how you're getting all these pains and uterus and all that i think there's illness within the family that is potentially being caused by this um by this energy i'm not going to say entity i'm going to say energy um, that the entity puts off and could, could it be being caused by that? Yes. But there's just so much psychic energy and like a melting pot stirred around. Um, spirits telling me now too, there is very much, there's a very likely possible or very much a likelihood of them possibly having ancestors that did practice, uh, witchcraft. I'm not going to say it was good or bad witchcraft. We're not saying that, but they come from a line of witches. Um, so spirit just confirmed that, uh, for me, let's see, it started bragging. I, I, so when I saw this male earthbound spirit trapped, I got the 1920s Bonnie and Clyde. And then I heard harvested souls in, uh, the physical and murdered. This thing has been around for a while and it's been influencing people throughout generations. Want to hear something so, funny, not funny, but that? ironic. So this week, one of the songs that came up when I was scrolling was Bonnie and Clyde. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's interesting. Um, was that the dog? That sounded like a knock. 
No, it sounded like some. I think he. I think he dropped his phone. Okay. Up we'll have to confirm that in the bathroom later. Because <laughs> yeah, was I'm pretty like, sure. You... But yeah, it sounded like he. Yeah. Fumbled his phone on Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> I guess, or is it this weekend or next weekend? Don't I don't matter. fucking know. Um, either way, I'm gonna. Oh, I'll go ahead and say that intermission. I'm calling for the Chiefs, and I don't even watch football, but Spirit said the Chiefs. So don't bet your house on me. But um, okay, but there's a thing going on, like it's scripted, and that the Chiefs are gonna win. Oh and yeah, then, it's always scripted. And then when they win, what's his name's gonna get down on one knee and propose to Taylor Swift? Oh, probably so. Um, and I forgot about the whole Taylor Swift thing. But, yeah, um, I see the Chiefs winning, honestly. That's what Spirit told me. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't don't go betting, you guys. All right, let's get back to business. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, uh, the knocking kind of sound. We yeah. kind of had that, too, earlier in the house. And I think we debunked it with the dog. But, um, you know, it's not that we've been scared or anything. Oh, and I don't have but a little bit left. But I will say this. When I was talking to Emily about the dream astral experience, um, why I think it was while we were chatting back and forth. Um, when he was talking to me, he gave me that image of the the death, the destruction, the bombing, and all that kind of stuff of uh, the town. And you know, it was like coming our way. So wherever me and Emily were, I felt like it was coming for us too. Um, but he gave me that image and I, I wasn't having it because when I already heard master of illusion, well, I literally took that image he gave me and in spirit wrapped it up in a ball and it went to my white room, which I've talked about before, um, like a holding room, which is like purifying. I don't know why, but that's what spirit has set up for me for clearings. Uh, I can kind of like send things to this white liminal space. Um, and that's what I did. I wrapped it up in a ball and dissipated it out in the white room. So this thing's very powerful for somebody. And that's where I'm going to get into. And I'm not trying to get too many conclusions yet because we're still working this case. Again, this is recorded prior to talking to the client about any of this. Um, and me and Emily are talking about, you know, more of the physicalities and, you know, some of the things going on with her and then the entity, There's still a lot more to do, but I will say that this thing has her, like her mind. It has her wrapped up in a little, almost like a a ball. And, you know, this is part of the battle for the folks that are watching is like, we are given power over these things for a reason. And my goal, Emily's goal, we want to uh, empower this family to be able to start to manage and handle this because Emily can tell you guys, you know, I have people I've worked with that I've cleared for and stuff still comes back because they're intuitive and they bring it in with their stuff and it becomes kind of a part of life, but it's manageable. It doesn't always have to be crazy, Uh, but fear really builds on that and she's put into a state of fear. Um, The energy targets uh, the house is what I wrote, and I wrote change perception, lighten the load, and create barriers. Um, Four total beings and entities, um, followed by a shit ton of, like, other energetic just imprints, basically. Um, And, you know, when she was talking about the feeling of being injected, um, I've had that before. When I lived in 
uh, Walnut Cove, that whole story I told, I actually had that feeling one time. It was kind of like a sleep paralysis thing. Uh, that was the closest I think I've ever had to it. And it literally felt like needles had went in my arm and like I was being injected with something. So I find that very weird. And yeah, I've never had any type of substance issues like that and never done anything like that. So, but it does make me wonder if there's something involved with that from the past or, you know, any type of mental health, um, issues. And that's where I wrote down aliens. Like, I think there's a belief that it's aliens. So it creates an alien because I was going to say that Andrea, um, you're probably watching this and you will be what you are very powerful. Um, uh, spirits telling me that now too, you also have a loved one coming in. Uh, there is like a grandmother or a maternal figure that was close to your mother. I don't know if it's a gr your grandmother or your great grandmother, but she was strong in life. Um, and she's supporting you in strength. Um, and spirits also telling me, I'm wondering, I could be off. Uh, but I wonder if that fence and that, cause I just got a mental image of a fence in a, you're the woods in a field and like a little house. So I'm wondering if that possibly was one of the locations of either where they lived or grandma just showed me something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so again, it could be grandma, could be great grandma. Um, and I, I don't know if you have a upstairs. Uh, sometimes when there's an attic, even if it's not finished, I'll, I'll pick up as it's like two spaces or two stories. It's either a two-story house or a one-story house with an attic. Um, there is a portal near the stairs. I don't know if that's basement stairs. I, don't, I feel like it's a two-story thing. So like a two-story house. Sometimes I get that wrong um, with my perception, but I saw a man walk out of this like portal and this thing laughs like I don't know, like the effing Green Goblin. It's like, <laughs> yes. Oh my God, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> death and destruction. Yeah. And I mean, I take this very seriously. I want to be very clear. Um, take this very seriously. And, uh, but this thing is kind of amusing with the amount. And I'm not saying it's not weak, it's not weak by any means because it's been able to manipulate. It is a class A manipulator, um, which is all types of entities. And again, I'm not going to make any conclusions because I have more channeling that I want to do. I want to get more into the origin. And I personally plan on channeling what happened that week. But when I did start thinking about that week, she went missing. Um, and we'll probably get more into that when we talk to her. Um, that's when I got that deserty isolation feeling. So there's some type of link to her going missing desert and isolation whether i don't i don't know if she went missing in the desert or if it was like an isolation feeling that way but i also feel it has a tie to the entity as well so that's pretty much uh the information that i got that i would like to share for the first half of this video uh emily i got what something right now i heard disassociation so she mm -hmm. is going back into her brain in her mind Mm -hmm. yes and that's where the desert is coming in true that could She's be it too she something happened that's a stressor and it makes her retreat into her mind and then she puts her well i wouldn't necessarily say she's doing it but the entity or energy whatever you want to call it is picking the place and where she retreats to 
And then it's kind of like sleepwalking while you're disassociative disassociating. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what it has the power to do. Yep. But basically, um, yeah, I mean, this is, um, this is pretty serious, a pretty serious case, you know, and I, I know for people that may not watch this type of content or have never seen us before, this might sound all crazy, but you know, uh, for new viewers, me and Emily have been doing this for years now. So, um, we kind of can talk about these entities in a way it's kind of sync comes off as nonchalant mm-hmm. or insensitive, but it's not that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I we're desensitized. <laughs> we are a little, we are a little desensitized in the right places, but yeah. I, I am very much uh, empathic in all the right places yeah. as well with the people that we help. And um, I do want to make that statement. I just mean in terms of fear of the entities themselves, we're, yeah, we are desensitized in that fear aspect. Yes. And you kind of come to a point where you have to be to do this type of work Um, because fear does not help, especially when you know how strong you are. Humans have yet to understand. I say humans like I'm not one. Uh, Humans have yet to understand how powerful their mind is. Mm Mm-hmm. Plus, they feed Once, off that shit, and I don't want to feed it. I yeah. want that bitch to starve. <laughs> exactly. So, pretty much, um, we're going to stop there for now. The next clip should be the interview. Um, so, yeah. guys, just kind of hang around, and we will see y'all on the flip. Okay. You want to go ahead and go with your part and then I'll do mine. It shouldn't take very long, honestly. Um, and this mm-hmm. is just to kind of get a feel and an idea to see if we're kind of on brand with the energy, making sure we're connecting properly with your energy and then we'll move forward from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So a lot of the stuff that I picked up was a lot of like spasm pains, burning pains, like arms, uh, legs, back, does that sound? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the arms. Like I'm burning all the time. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I started feeling hot like on my arms and I'm like, yeah. "What is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> um also, does an elephant head mean anything to you? Just like the top portion of an elephant cuz I saw an elephant head and I don't know what that is in reference to. I don't know. There's like, I'm, no, not really. There's a head involved for sure, but it doesn't look like an elephant. Well, it's not the entity that it's not the entity part. This is just like, uh, what do you want to call it? Like images that spirit was showing me. So this could have to do with like your past. Um, I don't know. If, for example, let's say you like stuffed elephants as in toys, not like taxidermy. Yeah. <laughs> And you, like, had a fascination with that or, like, anything like that? No, nothing that's that's coming to my mind. So it's probably a meaning of... It's a symbolism, yeah. I think, for the actual situation going on based on what we've talked about prior, Emily. Yeah, that's Which what we'll get to. Which yeah. I'm leaning towards, too. Um, I also... Who do... 
So the thing that I saw shapeshifts into different monsters with large mouths and sharp teeth. And the creatures sometimes looks like a cartoon alien or monster. Does that sound like anything? <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, kind of. It's it, the way that it... Like the, the stuff that happens to me, the only thing I find paranormal are like electronics and stuff. But the mm -hmm. things that I that are like, because they're on me, they're like because I don't I don't know if my mom told you, but they she I think she failed to tell you that one day when I got stuck on the side of the road, I was stuck here for hours and something was injected in the back of my neck. And I said I told my mom I said now <clears throat> my story has never waved; it's always been the same even though it sounds freaking crazy, that's what happened. And I said, so I don't know if this is something that has to be like, it just wears off or, mm -hmm. or, or what this is. And and everybody tried to tell me that <clears throat> that wasn't true. It was just all in your head. And I'm like, it was not in my head. I know I no. feel it going in yeah. my neck. And um, it was like thick plasma kind of like, and I said, but nobody believes me. So I don't know. So like when you're referring to these things, I don't, it's hard for me to decipher because they're on me and they're like coming out of my, like there's something attached to my mouth and my head's hurting all the time. And uh, it's just, it's bad. It's really bad. So commonly that, that feeling. So it's very common to have energetic attachments. We're going to leave the word entity out of it currently and just explain it from an energetic standpoint. It's common to have energetic attachments in the back of your neck or on your shoulders or on your back. So that feeling that you're getting is yeah. um, definitely an energetic attack from a source. Um, so that's what you're feeling. There's been times I've been, I just had a roll off. Like I hate my bed. I hate it. I can't tell you. I don't, I've sleep in my son sometimes and I, I just can't stand it. And it moves around. I mean, they, there's just, I feel like there's just so much that has happened to me that I don't even know uh, where to begin <clears throat> with okay. it. And I felt like it started when I was younger. Cause for some yes. reason, I sit there and try to think about how this all began. I feel like I, it's something that I experienced when I was younger and I, and I always was thinking, well, how did I get rid of it then? You know, and then, but I, right. I was too young. I was too young to even know. But I remember, it, I feel like it's coming back from when I was younger. And then, uh, me and my son has saw something when we lived in Florida that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like an alien like you would see, like uh, big and tall, one of those that you see on you that gets portrayed on TV. But I walked out into the living room and there was some kind of extraterrestrial life form that was there by the couch. And, and I just, I just looked at it and I turned around and went back to bed, but my son started acting a little bit weird. Um, and then that was that. And I just kind of let, I mean, I don't know why I didn't really think much of it, but I don't know if that has something to do with it too. I've seen too much part of my language. I've seen too much shit that I don't even know. Like, I don't, just, I don't even know. <laughs> I understand. I understand. And I actually picked up on that, that you think it's an alien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. in the first part yeah. of the video. Cause we, me and Emily done shared, shared this particular part together and we've recorded it prior talking to you. So you'll be able to see that and see all the information we're going over right now. You'll see that in the beginning of the video, if you watch it. Um, so yeah, it, but we'll get in more into that, but I wanted to validate for you that Yes, I picked up that you're thinking that it is uh, extraterrestrial, alien, UFO type stuff. Yeah, kind of, yeah. 
<laughs> okay. So, like, we were saying in the recording yesterday that it has to do with, like, disassociating, like, the eyes burning and then feeling like you're breathing in dust and then chastity yeah. solid desert. Um, And we kind of figured it to be something to do with, like, disassociating and, like, when you have immense stressors that you kind of, like, retract and I don't know the best way to describe it. Chas, I need your assistance. <laughs> so basically, um, kind of what I, I had, a, I was brought back to the desert today because it's mm -hmm. interesting because Emily's made a statement while she, cause she did hers first. Mm -hmm. She made a statement that she had like sand in her mouth and she felt like her eyes were very dry. She yeah. felt that cause she's very clairsentient sentient means clear feeling in the body so she's going to pick up um the feelings a lot more for me i visually saw a desert and it i think it's like a place honestly that is a liminal spiritual space and i believe that one of the entities involved in this kind of that's kind of where it's comfortable and we were going to ask you that if you've had any um any like visuals or experiences of being in a desert or being brought to like a deserty realm maybe in your dreams or like when you like when you're having some of these experiences if that doesn't resonate that's okay because we're picking up on that in a spiritual sense and what I just went through like an hour and a half ago with this thing that I saw that's where he feels the most comfortable mm -hmm. yeah uh, and it's interesting she's a water sign and it's in the desert and it's a, it could be symbolic of, and it's, it's symbolic to what it said to me. Mm -hmm. So that might be why. Well, I definitely feel like I, there, and there is stuff, there's like particles that get, that, that get thrown at me. Like they're like, I, it's an, so when I'm trying to talk to myself, like, you know, I've done some stupid shit, just trying to get rid of it. I mean, really stupid stuff, but they're, but they have manipulated my body so much. So, and then when I close my eyes, I don't, I can't remember the last time I've heard silence for one. And I can't remember the last time I closed my eyes and I just saw darkness. It's like, I'm watching a movie, like when, it, like there's a movie and, and I'm just constantly watching it, but it's, it's never good. And yeah. or it's like, what's to come. It's almost like they have something like, like they have something on my back and then it's hanging over the, and it's just dangling right above my head and they're, and they're messing, you know, I don't know how to, I don't know. We know. We under, I understand exactly what you're saying. That's the energy attachment. Mm -hmm. What yeah. you're feeling is the energy attachment. So well, I'm going to go ahead and say this too. We don't think you're crazy. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, things you're saying make sense to us because we've, we've dealt with things like this for a long time. So um, don't feel, you know, don't feel unusual because it's not for sure. Okay. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, but it's a little hard though sometimes. I know, I understand completely. It's 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 hard to wrap your mind around what's actually going on because it just does. It's not part of our reality. It's not part of our three D world. I mean, right? Let's let flat out say this: you're intuitive. You've been intuitive your whole life. You're not much different than me and Emily. Honestly, is you have intuitive gifts. This is why you're a target. This is why they're targeting you is because you are open to the spiritual realms. So would you think that it, 
so your mom said that you went missing for a week and you can't remember what happened during that time do you think anything like that potentially could have happened to you is that accurate to what your mother was saying no, I wasn't missing for a week. This is why I didn't want her in the same room because she kind of over-exaggerates a little bit. No, okay. I was missing for that. It wasn't missing for, I was just, wasn't capable of getting there because I was stuck on the side of the road. And my okay. car, it was the day, it was the night that that happened to me in the back of my neck. And um, my mom was like waiting on me and I told my mom, and she had my son. And I said, well, I'm on my way, but I never made it. And I, for some reason, I couldn't, even though the car wasn't locked, it was nothing. I just could not get out of that car. And then ever, and ever since then, like, <clears throat> I can see, well, the moment that I got injected with that stuff in the back of my neck, I can start seeing angles and measurements and how I could tell, like, how, like, you know, I have a reaction. Like, if someone were to, if I were to put a cup down, I can feel like a wave. And then I, it's like I have, like, depth, you know, perception. Like, it sucks. It really is horrible. I hate it. Trying to get yeah. an equal balance of your body is not an easy thing, and it's it's horrible. The only way I was able to even get out of that car is that I guess somebody, the guy who I got, I'd gotten this car from, he was he went down up and down the interstate, I guess, until he saw me, and then he pulled over and kind of like jarred me, snapping back to, you know, all and all I had to do was open the fucking door, you know, and get out of the car, but I just couldn't, you know, I mean. Right. It, it was, and I knew I was way above the ground. I knew I was because I could hear, um, I could hear, you could tell, you know, like the sounds. I felt like the roof of my car was cut off. Right. Could, now it could be, once again, it could be that thing, you know, that just made me believe that. But it, it all is, of, honey. It, it, all this stuff is rooting from this one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, there's multiple things going on, but what you're experiencing is being caused by this one thing because. When I saw this thing, um, I told Emily in the voice, I don't think I wrote this down, but when I saw this thing that turned into the snake, I was, I was like, you're going to leave. And I started like, uh, trying to like separate this thing from you. And it sounded like a piano, like I was plucking chords of a piano string. Right. Like I could hear that audibly, uh, not like outside of my ears, but inside, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of this is what you're experiencing is like psychic impressions, but you know, the way that it is now, it's like, you know, I I want you to understand for sure that this is not just, again, you being crazy, you have something attached to you. It is, it is definitely darker. It's, it, it literally referred to itself as a dark Lord, because if you're having an energetic attachment by this this once living person because I feel like this was a once living person or you're so intuitive they've came to you and they've attached themselves to you and they're trying to live again through you yeah 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 Yeah. so that makes actually makes sense I can see that yeah I do want to show the pictures that I drew for you though see if anything looks familiar yeah the girl upside down looks familiar uh, just, I don't, I mean, kind of, the girl, I mean, I see, like, I and then know. I also saw this, too, like, I don't know if this is pertinent to anything, like, that location. No. What the heck? What reminds me of when you showed me that picture, Emily, I picked up on a man from the 1920s. Okay. 
Uh, and I, I know is we talked about that. Tall, like, and you, when you picture him, do you see, see him kind of tall and wearing like a top hat, kind of like one of those? Oh, yeah. oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Look at the screen if you can see it. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> He's long and lanky, and he—it's not—it's not quite like a top hat because it doesn't have a rim. Yeah, he's the problem. Mm -hmm. He's the problem, and I'm gonna once Emily's done, I'm gonna instead of sharing, I'm gonna share the origin stuff first that I channeled in today, and then I'm since the stuff I channeled in to begin with is like kind of the end, the end of it. I feel mm -hmm. like I need to start with my channeling today and move back, but I'm gonna let Emily finish hers real fast. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also got picture of lungs. I don't know if you have any lung issues or anybody around you has lung issues. Because I was well, getting... Other than I smoke. I've been smoking oh. a lot of cigarettes lately. <laughs> okay. I smoke cigarettes like a freight train. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, I mean, that's the only thing I think of unless I freaking have something going on that I'm not aware of yet. Hmm. Yeah, I would say be mindful of that. I think that I think that's something. Just kind of watch your health around your lungs. Because Emily's a great, like... You can do uh, medical stuff. Mm -hmm. oh, that makes makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, so I also saw a man that kind of looked like a white version of Jesus. So I don't know if you've seen anything like that. No. So been look if anything, I've been looking. Believe me, definitely looking because I haven't. You know, you get so jaded after a while. You're like. You know, you just get so jaded, and you're like, you're looking yeah. for some good, and and all of this negative, negative stuff, and it never happens that you're just like, yeah, I don't know, just jaded. I, I wish. So. <laughs> okay, and I think the, that might be one of her gods. I was thinking that too, like along those lines, like some of the people I was seeing. I think some of them are guides, some of them are attachments. Uh mm huh. -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what we, that's our job today is differentiate the difference between your guides, the attachments, what type of attachments they are, mm -hmm. what's their purpose, what's their reason, what's their origin. Because once we figure that out, that's when we can start to work on trying to move this out. Mm -hmm. okay, thank you. All For right. Sure. I think I'm just going to stop with my stuff then. Okay. All right. So, um, I did a revisit today and first and foremost I had a grandmother got a grandmother figure come in I don't know if it's a grandmother or a great-grandmother she used to take care of you when you were a baby and in your early childhood or it, she's somebody that you looked up to could have been a babysitter but I feel like she was related to you and um while your mother worked does that resonate with you I mean I have two grandmas they both passed away but one of them I did hang out with a lot when I was younger they, she's the one that's passed they they both have passed but um okay. as far as I don't remember a whole lot when I was younger but as far as my, when my mom worked and my grandmother watched me I, I I don't know okay well she stepped forward um I feel and it that was your mother's mother correct that watched yeah. after or, okay that you were closer to so yeah. she stepped forward to help me get this information um was your mom a single parent yes so I put single parent home, felt like she was raised, like she had no control or choices um, on how to live and or live up to expectations. Are you feeling like you can't live up to everybody's expectations currently? Oh, I do. Yeah. Okay. 
Gotcha. So maybe it's lack of control. Instead of over-controlling, it could be lack of control. Right now, this is me trying to tap into your energy and just see what I'm being given that can potentially be part of the root of the problem here. Like, because it's all wrapped around your emotions. Generally, when you have situations like this, it's all about our emotions and how we transmute that energy and how we radiate our energetic signature out to the world. This is what can attract things and where you're intuitive and you've had these things going on. Uh, Spirit, what they're doing at this point in my channeling was trying to give me things that could potentially be the root of some of your stressors in life because it's going to play on that 100%. I don't know. This probably doesn't make any sense, but this is when I started going into my visioning um, about when you went, quote unquote, missing. Like, I, I see you out on the street. Okay, you said this was in the car, but I, al I almost feel like you were out on the streets. I guess you were just in the vehicle. Um, but there was like, I, get, I went into this vision where there was like an alleyway. And I, I don't think you experienced that. But what it did was like, give me the rest of this information. It was almost like opening a door. Like you felt like you were being watched. Like it was almost all you were out on. Yeah. So you went out on the streets and there was eyes at the back of the hall or the alleyway. And that's when it kind of zoomed in. Um, that's when I started seeing energetic threads. And then it came in, um, must cut the energetic threads, can't allow this to control you anymore. You have to take your power back. That's coming in from the grandmother guy. Um, I'm being taken to the desert and I see a man in like, I, I refer to it as an Egyptian hat because it stands straight up and it's got a gold band and, um, he's staring at me oddly enough. Um, he says he's the enchanter. He's the puppet master. Cause that's part of what me and Emily were talking about. Um, he's creating these, like when he was like, I am the magician, basically I am the enchanter. Like I am the man. Right. And he takes this stance and he moves his arms. And when he moves his arms, this black mist comes out of his hands. Yes. Because you okay. know what? Funny, when I was younger, um, we lived in this house and I saw black mist coming from the corner of the room and it would go along the very top of the wall. Okay. It still, Let me, it still does. I got the house description for you. I'm hoping that it makes sense because I think I was sent back to your childhood room. Um, I asked him, I'm almost there too. I said, I asked him, why do you want her? I need her energy, her life force. I said, why? He said, to continue to do my work. He was a dark magician. Um, and he said, uh, he controls the other entities. So he's the one that kind of summoned in something that's a tidbit darker. Not, I would say it's from a darker realm than he is because I believe this person li lived a life at one point. The things that he's brought into your life, uh, one of them specifically has never lived. It started in your childhood home. So um, that makes sense because sometimes spirit can give us either direct visuals. Normally I get, I'm pretty accurate, but it's very interesting that I'm off. And you can ask Emily because normally that don't happen. So what yeah. that tells me it's is that, that we're both off. Yeah, it tells it's this thing's very misleading, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, but have you ever lived in a house that looked like that? Because if not, we might be picking back up on one of these things that are talking to her. Yeah, yeah, no, I never have never lived in a white house with a front porch, four pillars. No, okay, and um. That's when I said I'm being taken to the bedroom. Last on the left, there's stars on the wall, um, white room. 
there's a well outside. I wonder if this has to do with your mother too. There's a potential oh, there's your mother. A well Say oh. it again. I was gonna say, oh, there was a well outside. Now I stayed with my sister for a little bit, but I don't believe it was a white house with four pillars. But she had a well. Okay. That she did have a long hallway, but it uh, one long hallway, but it, it was it wasn't a girls' room either. So I don't I don't think that is it. My printer just went off by itself. I don't don't surprise me. <laughs> I wouldn't look I wouldn't look into too much of the description of the place as much mm -hmm. as the relevance of the information right, right. for sure. Yeah. Um so, this yeah, this could have been it's could have been you, your mom, your sister at this point, or the entity, but then I see the man again. Hey Kathy, this is Chastity. Um I just wanted to describe the house to you really fast. I know she probably told you, but it was like a little white house with a front wooden porch that had four pillars. It was a covered porch. And then like somewhere in the house, you walk in and there was one hallway with all the bedrooms. And sometimes I get this flipped. So I feel like it was the back bedroom on the left that was like a little girl's room. One window on the back wall. That would technically be the back of the house is what it felt like the back of the house. Um, but it was like a little girl's bedroom that had little like glow in the dark stars. And then it had like one of those things that holds stuffed animals you hang up in the corner. That's like a net. That's where I saw this dark thing. So what you're saying makes a lot of sense because I went for the origin of where it came from. So thank you for that validation. So Andrea's mother did message us back and she did confirm the house with the pillars she, you know, sent us a message on Instagram essentially saying that, you know, Andrea forgot about this house. It was on Honeysuckle Drive in Houston, Texas. My best friend's sister came to visit and her and her friend opened a portal in that house. While I slept, whatever was in there threw a picture off the wall and busted my nose open. That's when Andrea began seeing interdimensionally. We moved. So I wanted to ask you if you know anything about this house. I asked Andrea about it, but she doesn't seem to know about it. And I felt like you did. So if you could validate that or see if you could remember anything that looked like this. That would be awesome. Thank you. So this one was something that was also validated on Instagram in our DMs. But essentially, Kathy said this was my oldest daughter's rental house in the country outside the Katy City limits. The man who owned it lived on the front acre and I promise you he was a witch or something. Andrea said that witchcraft comes to her mind. She said serious things happened in that house like bird people. One question I do have for you. Do you know anybody that looks like the Christianity version, like the white version of Jesus that kind of looks like him with like longish hair? It's like not too dark, but it just looks like white Jesus. Kathy also validated this. So essentially she says, are you referring to a live man or the Jesus I saw on the carpet in my grandson's bedroom when he was little. I do have a male friend that used to be a minister, but now owns a crystal shop in Brenham. 
and does Reiki in past life regressions. He has long hair, and when I get to his place, I am so taken aback about his knowledge that we talk for hours. He is the closest thing to a white Jesus I would know. He was in this room. The room has, um, what did I write? Hold on, I can't even. I see a window up against the back wall. That's when he stuck, stuck, stepped out. This is when I specifically got blood ties or blood pack that kind of hold you to the entity. Um, and the man turned into a snake at this point. Once I was able to track him back to what I thought was and what technically is, just not the way I saw it, your childhood room, that's when he turned into a snake. Uh, if you look, I'm not the best artist. But if you see if I can get it, if you kind of can see, he's got like really pronounced cheekbones. He's got slits in his eyes um, and it kind of sticks out like a viper would. OK, and that's when he went back to his little sandy retreat in his liminal space that he hides in. That's where he portals in and out from. That's where he's comfortable at. He is like it's a snake entity. That was actually one of the things I wrote down. I said, uh feels like uh anybody that's done any witchcraft stuff i felt like that's been done it made it worse and it referred to itself as dark lord dark witchcraft and again it was an enchanter itself so mm -hmm. i think the guy that with the top hat looking thing yeah. i think that could have potentially been a person that was into this type of stuff and now that he's passed away he did not cross over to the light he did not do any of that. He stayed and completely descended and he has, he's working with demons. Mm -hmm. The whole purpose of this is to try to take away your free will and by driving you crazy, that's what they do. Yeah. And I mean, they, they seed themselves in energetically. They're like energetic seeds. Um, I'm starting to get nauseous too. Do you feel yeah. those feelings in the pit of your stomach? Yeah, I feel, I feel nauseous yeah I right feel now. Like, like right now I my stomach's not okay but my right side of my body is burning and it's like there's like strings that come out like go through my yes. body okay so those are the threads and the cords that are growing from the seeds um I think too a lot of the stuff we were pick like at least the stuff that I was picking up I do agree some of it has to do with the earthbound spirits that are lingering around and talking to you like, I was getting a lot of clear audience stuff. It wasn't, like, the same stuff that Chas was getting. It was just bits and pieces of random phrases. Yeah, that's how I hear them. I hear that, too. Or they, they mess with my phone and they, they type it on the text messaging. Like, they're talking to each other. Like, I'm like, how are they? It's like, <laughs> they really, that's exactly how I, I feel like they are talking to each other. And one of them answers through the phone. Or, I mean, it's just the crazy, it's the crazy <laughs> Thing. um but yeah I those little phrases and stuff I I, I can kind of relate to but yeah. you're yeah. picking up on you're picking up on the earthbound spirits that's in your house I think yeah I agree yeah. you're picking up on the earthbound spirits <clears throat> excuse me that's in your house you're that open um you're that susceptible to the what we would call like spiritual energy paranormal energy um so you're getting it from all sides and you're hearing them so that's clear audience you're seeing them that's clairvoyancy you're a water sign i'm a moon cancer moon cancer rising so 
excuse me, I get it from all directions too. I mean, technically everybody does, but when you have a lot of water, you get all of this from all kinds of directions. And I want to say too, I feel like your mother, and she hasn't admitted this or anything. I just, I just have this feeling like your mother went through something similar, but because she's like a different um, level of abilities and she experiences her abilities in different ways. I feel like, you know, she'll have her own way of experiencing some of this stuff, but I feel like she's had some of this stuff happen to her as well, but she just, the way she experienced it was a bit different based on her intuitive abilities. I've worked, I've actually, I did help with an exorcism, um, back a while back this guy and he went into the psychosis part of it but they were hearing snakes as uh, she got him on video they were seeing things he was talking to something like you're talking about and it took him like three weeks but he finally kind of come back around and saw the way he was acting because the wife would record him there was so much spiritual energy around that house yeah. and um he ended up going to the church getting blessed but it didn't stop the only thing that once I found that out, I felt safe because this guy was off his rocker. He was six foot five bodybuilder and he had children and a wife there. And I did not want him to oh. hurt somebody. You see what I'm saying? But as yeah. soon as he went to the church and got the blessing of his physical body in the 3D and she got the tools to help clear the home and stuff. I literally stood up right out of my bed when she told me and I started working on the energetic clearing of the house. I went in like 11 on Stranger Things and got everything going and there was a snake curled up beside him on the bed because it was no longer wrapped around him or like inside of him by the end of that that snake was belly up he was asleep he woke up the next morning and he felt somewhat normal and it progressively got better that's one story I can't I can't promise that's exactly the same thing that's going to happen because everybody's different what I'm telling you that for is like there's some similarities in your story and that story and they were dealing with a lot just like you and that is to give you a perspective and some type of hope that this can be resolved because right now spirit's telling me too you're in the trenches like you and you can correct me if I'm wrong and I, I hope I am wrong but I, I I feel energetically like you're saying okay I, I hope this helps but I'm not positive that they can help me are you feeling that way that's I've made it well I'm, I'm just just now I just tell myself because I was thinking okay well that because I was thinking about all these things I wanted to say and then I'm like well that will go away once I start thinking I wrote it down the love and the light and divine protection I wrote it down when you said that but once I start thinking in that manner that I, I was like all that all that crap will go away you know I'm, I'm assuming all that crap will go away so but yeah I was, I was feeling like that at, at first. I mean, I came yeah. into optimistic, but I was being also a realist because it's been going on for so long. Time yeah. is what the time is what has really got me because I'm like, you know, after so many, after so long, you're like, there's nothing that's going to be able to help me, you know? Um, but I, I, I want, and I believe that you guys are going to make a huge difference. I mean, just, just talking to you alone and um, having some, some of the shit validated makes me feel better. But yeah. even if I say it, love and the light, like I feel like a little better. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but my side doesn't hurt so much anymore. Good. Well, would you be open to me and Emily, like sending you some energy, Emily? Would you be open to like 
projecting out some light and I, I, I work, you know, it's nice. I don't always, I mean, I pray and I talk to spirit all day, but, um, one thing that me and Emily do is we transmit energy. We transmit energy and light. And the suckiest part about all this is like, if me and Emily could get to you, we would, and it would make it even easier. Yeah. I know um, this, this, this alone is helpful. Um, I do have a question. Um, when your lights, when they go, when they get brighter, is that, is that a bad thing? Like if you're in, you know, like your lights, the, the light bulbs and you, and your lamp. And then like uh, when I'm in the, when I'm in the bathroom, uh, the, sometimes the lights get uh, brighter and I'm like, and sometimes in the garage, cause the garage really isn't a good place either, but um, in the garage, the lights will get a little brighter. I don't, and I know I'm like, oh, well, that can't see. That's where I'm like, oh, that can't be good, you know. I'm like, so the lights and stuff. No, it's not always necessarily a bad thing. You just have a lot of energy. Some of this is kinetic energy. Mm -hmm. Do things move around? Have you ever been around stuff that just starts moving around your house yeah, all the time? It shifts you. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh your poltergeist energy. It's kind of poltergeisty. So a lot of this stuff is coming from your energy source. And that's why this thing attached to you. Because again, when I saw those cracks in your, your body, it was like so much light was protruding from them that it, it's like, you just have so much you can do like, and spirits telling me right now that you deny yourself how can I say this? You deny yourself on how much you actually can give. You have so much more power than you really understand. Like you don't understand what you're capable of. And you come from a very long line of intuitives and powerful people in the spirit. And that's why we get attacked because look at what me and Emily do now. Why did we get attacked? Because we have the ability, me and her both have the ability to empower people. Mm hmm I mean, and really when yeah, my mom I, told me that she told me about you guys and I was like, and then I, we didn't hear back from you for a while. And I was, I was telling myself, I was thinking, well, maybe they don't, maybe they don't want to do it. Cause I did write, no, this is kind of weird, but the girl that does the dead files, you know, like in it, I wrote her one time and I never even got a response. I mean, that's the only thing I ever really did to make, but to make an initiative to actually speak to somebody, but I did go get me and my son baptized. And right. that, that to, now I will say when I went underneath the water, when I came, like, I felt like this spiral, when I came back up, there was a spiral that went above my head and it was big. It was thick, but um, that, that was your crown chakra being activated because I did pull a card that talks about your crown. And chakra. I felt it on the top of my head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a, that's a positive thing. And again, it's like you learning the difference between positive energy and negative energy. And like, we can help you with that. We can talk to you about some of that. So I'm closing my eyes because I keep getting these images of this house. And I'm just like, why am I seeing this house? Well, what <sighs> the house that you guys described? Well, I'm seeing a different one. It's more like the drawing I did near the fence, but now it's like without the fence. But yeah, it's the major role. Like I, you know what? There was a house that, cause I was thinking about it as she was talking mm -hmm. that, and it may have had a swing on it. And, and it was in a cul-de-sac area. And, 
I was outside one day and I saw these, like, you know, the, the jiffy guy, the big tire, the tire guy, the yeah. white guy. I saw like him, I saw something that looked just like him. They were huge up in the sky and they were like, they were, I don't know if they were chained up together. I don't know what they were, but they, but then they come and land on a fence. It was the oddest thing. It was just the oddest thing. But I remember walking my son around the cul-de-sac and I looked straight ahead and I saw like this gorilla looking thing at the very end of the street. But I, I don't see very well. I'm blind as hell. <laughs> but I, so I don't, um, so I just kind of like, I don't know why for some reason when I see this weird shit, why I don't act weird. I don't act all freaked out. Like most people should be freaked out. And I'm not, you know, like when I saw that thing in the living room, I should have been freaked out. But instead I just turn around and go back to fucking bed. I mean, what the <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the desensitization. Me and Emily have the same thing because we just experienced so much. We're desensitized. I apologize. That was my fiance. Um, but yeah, that's why, I mean, Emily, you can vouch for that. <laughs> Chastity, what are those things, the air elementals called? Are they called sylphs? There's, there's certain sprites and there's a bunch of different types of air. You're talking about the ones that look like people. Yeah. Are you talking about, okay. I can't oh remember. Sylphs or sylphs, uh, yeah. S-H-Y-P-E or something like that. Or L. Yeah. It's in the, the ether. Oh my God. There. I've seen in the yeah I've seen the the guy there are the guys like that and then that's funny because the guy is like that I've never seen the girl like that but the guy for sure and like little elves like little fairy elves like they were small and I'm like God, what are they going through like some machine yes. making that small <laughs> you're so highly intuitive yeah you're she's seeing all the elementals she's seeing yeah. the air elementals she's <laughs> she's seeing the earth el she's seeing all the elementals Oh yeah so there really are little people like that yeah yes. <laughs> yes oh my god that's crazy and see this entity is like here's the thing i'm going to tell you what happened this is how powerful the entity is and i'll say it with with uh sarcasm but i've also been told by spirit not to get too prideful with this because ego plays a big part in it but when this entity was talking to me, he was like, I am death. I am darkness. I am, you know, illness yeah. and disease. And he was showing me that death and destruction in my dream. And I literally took, this is how powerful our minds are. This is how powerful our spiritual beings are. I literally took that image with my spiritual body. He was showing me as he's like, I'm death and I'm darkness. And I took my hands and I wrapped it up into a little ball in my, what I call my room of light, where some entities, where I transmit energy on another realm that spirit has gave to me and I made it in a little ball and I made it dissipate within my hands and now well, that's not that's crazy <laughs> you will be able to do this kind of stuff too, too if you wanted to that's how it's not going to be an easy road for you to get rid of this but what I'm trying the reason I'm saying that is not to be like the badass bitch like Amy Allen is great but we that's kind of what we do and Amy Allen she had to have like a team of people come in and clear the space <laughs> so I mean different people there was different people she worked with so I mean right. Well, we're the next best thing i guess <laughs> that's funny because you say that because um when, when i'm out and i'm messing in the yard and it's dark outside and i'm messing with the solar panels you know on the, for the little sidewalk lights or whatever um they they'll light up if i put my hand over it they'll, oh, be, yeah. completely, they'll be completely dark but if you put your hand if i put my hand over it they light up no i don't know if that's normal it could be yes yeah. but it's um, not 
it's not normal, but it's it's part of your kinetic energy. She would you agree, Emily? Well, if it's solar and you put your hand over it, yeah, because it's you're taking the light away and it triggers it the light. And it lights up. Yeah, that's how they work. Not at night. Are you talking about no, at no, night? No. Wait, are you talking about it when you're at like at nighttime or yeah, nighttime. Oh, yeah, nighttime. Yeah, that's what okay. I'm saying. They get I got Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah turn on if I put my hand above the. Okay, the yeah, that's your energy. Yeah, and that's why when she walks in the rooms, the light bulbs and stuff, she has a lot of kinetic energy. Mm-hmm. That's like that's that's um, telekinetic or whatever you call it. It's a It's a psychic ability. Psychokinetic so our, energy. <laughs> yes, and in our podcast, we talk about all the different types of energy, like. All the stuff you're talking about that you think's weird and all the, if you if you start out like again, I would recommend starting from episode one so you can hear like the darker stuff. Okay. As you move towards the end of the episodes, you'll hear the lighter stuff. Again, you're getting some of this stuff directly from us, but there, there's just so much in there that you're going to be able to relate to and valid and validate. It's going to be validation. And one of the biggest things for me and Emily and anybody else at all, validation means so much because it makes you realize. <clears throat> That you're not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's what I, you know, and like I made the statement to my mom. And like you were talking about that guy that with the snake and whatever. And like he was doing some weird shit around the house. And I so can relate to that because you start in your head, you don't feel right. Like you, you, you know, you know that you're what you're doing is not I've done some crazy shit too, believe me, some crazy shit to to the point where it's gotten better as times have gone by, but I know exactly what that guy was going through and and how you were like, we got to help right away. But like I told my mother not too long ago, I said, you know, any of my self pride that I have, um, it's going to, I'm never going to be able to get back what um, it has taken for me from like people, how people view me now. And, and um, because of this, you know, like I'll never be able to get that back because some people's impressions are going to be there forever, you know, and I can't, right. you know, so like just being validated helps immensely because everyone, you know, everyone thinks you're crazy I have you know I've gotten in fights with my sister over it like just crazy it's just craziness so right. it'll be nice to know that that I'm not so crazy <laughs> yeah I mean I, I think I, I mean no you're not crazy at all and what you're referring to I, I think you have just so much psychic energy that it's just feeding it's literally feeding off your life force and that's its purpose that's what it does to people like us and we're more of a target because you have the ability to help rid this yourself I mean there's I have a list of things that I would recommend that's going to happen I mean that need and that technically have to be done uh, but building your confidence and giving you that validation is going to be more rewarding than anything yeah. for you yeah I mean you gotta this is something you you have to go through and it has got you to the point now though where like everything could be messed up everything's bad everything's all fucking yeah. you know it so really truly is yeah yeah and mm -hmm. that's that's and some things that are going to happen um or it's, it's an illusionist. So it's, it's putting illusions in your mind to manipulate you to get a better meal basically, because they feed off of it. And this thing in the top hat is the pro that one of the biggest problems. And then the next thing is the one that's like, I'm death, I'm destruction. Yeah. I, I feel like they're separate. Emily, do you feel like it's the same thing or if it's separate, what do you feel? Well, first I wanted to point out that the reason why it's like, 
first off, it's trying to isolate you to make you feel alone so it can feed off of you more. But yeah, definitely. Because as... all I want to do is lay down. All I want to do is lay down in my bed. But my there's things in my bed, you know, like I can't, I don't ever sleep well at all. I mean, hardly ever because it's, there's, it's trying to wear you bed. down. It's just trying to wear oh, you yeah. down until you give up and be like, fine, fuck it. And then that's when the possession would come in. If you ever did that, which you're not going to, because we're no, gonna... I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, as far as the, the entities, it being different things, I feel like, it's hard because there's it's such an illusionist that it's hard to figure out what's what and because there's so many things going on um i feel like yeah there's a lot of earthies there but the snake guy and the guys like and the one that's like i'm death i'm whatever i kind of felt like they were the same or of the same nature yeah i see this girl like the li- like the, the girl that I'm not real fond of because she's not nice all the time. You know, sometimes she's nice and sometimes she's not, you know, I mean, but she, I don't really like her for the most part, but um, she's attached. Like she hangs on to some, uh, somebody's back, some, some guy's back, you know, like she's right below him, but she's like, if someone were to look over his shoulder, you know, she, that's where she's at, like hanging on to his left side of his shoulder. Just, I don't know why she's always like that, but. And I want to say that she's kind of, I for some reason, I want to say she's a little elf too. But I, I know for sure that I have seen the man and a little small elf looking <laughs> little guy. I mean, it was crazy. Um, and he had a he had a big, but he had like a, a hat on that was, God, he might have been the little Joker guy. Because I've seen, I've seen him, because now I'm thinking about his gear, he, the little jester guy, you know, his hat was a little weird. It wasn't a top hat, not that I'm aware of, but yeah, it's like but I, for but me, but I it's know just what you're a, talking about. It's just like a straight up and down hat. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird for me too because I've never. I mean, I've seen hats like this, but it's literally for me just straight up and down. Wait, yeah. I think okay. In Chinese and like Asian cultures, I've seen that hat before, and it's mm-hmm. always in reference to like demonic things. Really? I did not know that. I'm going to Google it really quick. I also thought about it being, I did think about it being like um, Asian, right? But, and then he's coming in the form of sand. And that's what threw, that's what made me think of like Egyptian because of the Egyptian stuff, you know, too, and the gold. And it's like literally come, it's like a sand snake, a pit. I heard a pit viper or the viper pit. um, I've seen it. The Egyptian thing, the girl was like, yeah, she, at one point, somewhere down this crazy ass road, they were like, uh, she was I'm an Egyptian god. And they showed her, like, you know, yeah. And then they showed her like uh, in a tomb and there people were carrying that tomb and there was okay. like a big pyramid on top. Yeah. For some reason, triangles are making me feel like triangles are like a huge thing, but they are spiritually, they have a big spiritual significance, uh, sacred geometry in general. I mean, and they used a lot of that in Egypt and stuff just in their own way. Um, The big part is going to be definitely educating yourself and just, again, the validation and all these things you're telling us, the more you tell us, the more it really does make sense. And I'm, I'm seeing the bigger picture. 
I feel like Emily, like the top or not top hat, but this weird hat guy, and then yeah. the I'm darkness or the the low level demon. I think the top hat guy and that lower level thing are similar energy because they work together. Yeah. Okay. Here's yeah, they're working together. Um, so it's like a picture? tag team. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's like their hats. That's weird. Mm-hmm. But I did think about that too, Emily. That's very interesting. There's something going on. And I'm going to say I picked up, I'm not, I don't do past life stuff. Emily does that, but mm-hmm. I do not. Um, But I did pick up that this has something to do with your past life as well. can't remember what I wrote. I think I read it already, but uh, oh yeah, blood ties, meaning like bloodline or blood uh, pack like you made a blood pact or maybe even a coven in a past life something to do with that hold it down a little oh i see it now never mind yeah that's that's interesting and that's kind of what it was wearing with the gold too mm-hmm. it's interesting because you know um I, my dreams are manipulated every single night like every any i haven't had well i haven't had any regular i haven't had one normal night of sleeping unless it's probably induced myself, you know, um, in a very long time. And it's, but it's funny because I remember, you know, like when Hitler was around and sees how they all walked in the same pace at the, you know, I remember seeing that, uh, in my head, they were all walking. Uh, so it's, it's interesting. You say that at war and all that crap, because that's how it was <clears throat> when he was showing or when it was showing me, whatever. I don't really don't want to put a name to it. Yes. And the big thing is not owning it, like, you know, and making sure that you're not accepting the fact that this can feed off of your energy anymore. And you have to step up and be like, you can't, you can't be here anymore. Like, you're going to have to take a stand on this. And that's part of all this is like, you know, starting to work on detaching this. So do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, me myself no thank you so much for taking the time to uh talk to me <laughs> really you're very I mean, welcome it's very i'm very very thankful for it thank you so wow. much yeah and thank you for letting us you know talk to you and record and i know it's not easy to share some of this stuff all right guys well that concludes the interview with andrea i know we talked a lot and covered a lot But, you know, everything that was said needed to be said. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of the video we did cut out for personal reasons and things. We just kind of wanted to give you guys an overview of what she's going through and some of the suggestions we're giving to her to help her with her situation. Um, Again, everybody's situation is different. We all, you know, people that experience this thing, there's always similarities, but there's always differences. We're going to continue to work with Andrea. uh, And I feel very positive about her situation. uh, And I feel like the more that she understands what's happening her the more power she has she's extremely intuitive she's extremely psychic yeah Mm -hmm. yes and basically her tone and everything shifted by the end end of the interview she became more comfortable 
yeah. she could actually get her words out properly. And to me, I think she was grounded. And that's one thing we didn't speak with her about that we're going to have to. But mm-hmm. with that being said, Emily and I are going to continue to work with her. Um, this case is definitely not over with. This is something that's going to take time and effort on both people. And especially mm-hmm. for Andrea and her mom and her son and everybody in the house. Uh, guys, we really wish we could go out there and help her with this in person, too, because if me and Emily could get to Texas, we absolutely would. Yeah, for sure. Like, this is I do. what we want to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and, you know, hopefully one day, you know, those dreams can come true with our content. Like, we don't want to mm-hmm. just go to haunted places. We want to go to people's houses and help them. Um, and yeah. right now we only have the ability to do that within the area that we live. But maybe one day, guys, if you can help us make that dream come true, please hit the like and subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. For sure. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But Emily, you have anything else you want to add before we close out this video? Um, I don't think so. Oh, the tree I was seeing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, a lot of times spirit will show me a tree when I need to ground myself. (laughs) Right. Well, that makes sense because she definitely, I noticed the grounding in her voice and everything and even her energy. So that makes sense. It's time to ground. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I guess we need to talk to her about too. So, yep, we're going to stay in contact with her and we exchanged information and yeah, guys, please send her a lot of love and light. If you have any, um, questions comments or concerns or if you want to send andrea some positive thoughts and prayers in the comments you can do that on youtube um, and she can visually see them as well yep or doodles but we're going to go ahead and conclude this episode because it's already probably so long we're still in the process of editing it it comes out tomorrow Mm -hmm. (laughs) so let's just look there this will be this is past us so present us yeah we're going to get it done our future us will have it done yeah. All right, guys. Until next time. Are you going to say peace out or not? Fine. Peace out. <laughs> well, you always cut me off. I did not cut. I was paused in everything. It was fucking perfect. <laughs> well, I know, but every time I try to say something, you cut me off. Oh, whatever. It's the delay. Oh, <laughs> uh, lies. Peace out. <laughs> Girl Scout. <laughs> Hey, if you have a haunted story you want to share, you can email us at lights at midnight podcast at gmail.com. Get in touch with us there. We'd love to hear from you. We really appreciate y'all hanging around and checking it out. And yeah, thank you so much. We are super excited to bring you some super awesome content. We really appreciate you guys checking us out. Thank you to all that took the time to listen to this week's episode. Your support means the world to us. And remember, all of us have the ability to shine brightly and shed positivity, even in the darkest of places. Stay safe, stay well, and light it up!